Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for day Two of the Samuel series. This is Bible Talk Tuesdays. And if you are new to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, welcome and hello. Thank you for being here. And if you are not new, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I hope that you are able to receive whatever it is that the Lord has for you on today. I'm excited about just the blessings of the Lord. And I hope and pray that you would just um, be excited and rejoice with me as well. Um, and so if this is not your first time, if this is your first time, if you're in between times, if you're overtime and um, due time, <laughs> whatever time it is, your presence is very much so appreciated. And I hope and pray that as you go through the um, word of God with me, um, that you will allow God to be able to minister to your heart and receive whatever it is that the Lord has for you. It's such a blessing to be able to be a part of the kingdom of God. It's such a blessing to be able to know that we have a great shepherd that watches over his sheep hallelujah and keeps us he keeps us even when we don't want to be kept he keeps us even when we're just um doing stuff that we have no business doing he keeps us um when we just find ourselves in the midst of situations that he has called us out of somehow god just finds a way to you know what i'm gonna work it out in the background um thank god that we serve uh thank i thank god that we serve a god of the background um that he knows how to operate and and move on your behalf even when you don't even recognize and realize that he's moving and operating on your behalf. I love the God that we serve. He's He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. I love and appreciate everything that he has done for me. I love him. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so we're going to get ready and go into today's podcast. And I really do hope and pray that you would just begin to just allow the Lord to just minister to your heart wherever it is that you need, I pray and hope that you find it here on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. If you have not been joining us for the Bible Talk Tuesdays, I encourage you to go back and start um, with October, the first um, Tuesday in October, and begin to listen in um, to the series from there, and then just kind of work your way through the week with us. It's okay that you're starting today, then you can go back and um, listen to um, next um, last week's podcast, and listen to the upcoming week's podcast, and um, I just hope and pray that they bless you. And then on Sundays, um, we've been doing the Women of the Bible series. And so the Women of the Bible series just kind of goes through just different women um, in the Bible um, that um, really have to endure different things, suffer different things, um, just have to do different things. And so um, I hope and pray that you would join me for that. Uh, 10 o'clock on Sundays is when that will be posted. Um, on the first Sunday, we went over the story of Hannah. And if you do not know the story, story of Hannah. Um, she was barren and God opened up her womb. Um, God, there is nothing too hard for God, nothing that's impossible for him, nothing that is impossible to him. Our impossibility is his possibility. And so um, we learned that from the story of Hannah. And so I encourage you to go and get those 10 different lessons um, that we can learn from the story of Hannah. 
And then on the second Sunday, if you did not join us this past Sunday, we talked about Abigail and how Abigail was kind of, um, I would say, forced to step into a, a, a leading because um, she wanted to honor God. Um, she wanted to honor God. She wanted to cover those who were um, serving under her. And so um, she did the required and necessary thing, although her life wouldn't have been at stake, but um, the, the people that were serving under her, um, the, the, their lives were at stake. And so um, she had to step Step in and do the thing that was necessary and needed and the appropriate time that it was necessary and needed. So if you want to go and listen to the story of Abigail and how she honored God, I encourage you to do that. Um, that's this past Sunday. And then this upcoming Sunday on the Women of the Bible series, we'll be going through the story of Sarah uh, and how Sarah kind of had to go through her own little process of uh, uh, walking with God and just uh, being the mother of nations and um, is what the word tells us. And so um, we're going to read a little bit about um, Sarah uh, um, and just um, how she kind of um, tried to help God out a little bit, but God really didn't. That ain't what I need your help with. I need your help in walking through the, walking through the, uh, 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 what I'm telling you in faith. That's what I need your help with is just having faith. <laughs> Sometimes God just needs our help with just having faith. Sometimes things don't always look like they should. Sometimes uh, just different things just kind of, um, they look one way to us and God is seeing something completely and totally different because he sees a big beginning, the end, the middle, and he knows uh, what's going to be coming. So I encourage you to join me on just throughout the rest of the uh, month of October for the Women of the Bible series. Uh, we'll be doing Sarah, Ruth, Esther. Um, and so I encourage you to do that. And so today we're going to do a, a, another dive into Samuel. Last week, we kind of had to learn that Samuel had to learn the voice of God. And as people of God, as we go through life, we too must learn the voice of God. And how do we learn the voice of God? by spending time with him in prayer. Prayer is a necessary must and need for the Christian, for the believer. If you are going to walk a successful life with God, you are going to need God. And you incorporate God into your life by talking to him, by communing with him, by receiving his truth, whatever it is that he has for you to receive. That's how you're able to just kind of uh, walk a victorious lifestyle. I don't believe that you can walk in victory without Jesus because it was him that gave us the victory in the first place. And so um, it's so important to have Jesus, um, Jesus all the way. Um, that That's what I'm saying. Jesus all the way. Okay. And so we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, Jesus was a uh, uh, God in the flesh. If you want to know, Jesus was God in the flesh. And so a uh, uh, God uh, came and he wanted to kind of commune with his people. And so he took himself and, and wrapped himself in flesh and came through the Virgin Mary. And we uh, know that he walked among us. Emmanuel, God with us. Um, it's such a blessing to know that God cared so much about his creation that he wanted to come down um, and, and, and wrap himself in this ugly, nasty thing called the flesh in order to teach us how to come up to the standard in which we will be able to enter into the kingdom of God. And so uh, my life has to come up to the standard. Your life has to come up to the standard if you are to live by God. And remember, we are not saved.
saved by works, but we are saved by grace. Because of God's grace, we are saved. And as you go through life, I, I, I really can't describe grace. Grace is that thing that covers you. Grace is that divine, unmerited assistance, that divine, unmerited favor, meaning you didn't do anything to deserve it. But since God saw your need, he decided that I'm going to cover you in grace. And not only grace, his mercies are renewed day by day. And so we have mercy and we have grace covering us um, through different things. And um, as we be, as God works on us in the process of time to be able to come to overcome whatever is trying to overcome us. And furthermore, I believe the word says, um, yeah, in all things, we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. And so it's because of Jesus Christ that we are able to conquer anything and everything in our lives. But the thing about it, in order to conquer it, you have to be willing to give it to him so he can show you how to conquer it. You have to be willing to give it to him so he can help you go through the storm. I know sometimes we go through different struggles in life. We go through different pressures in life. Different things try to come up on us. But guess what? As long as you go through with God, trusting and believe him, don't back off of your prayer life. Don't back off of your word life. And if you don't got one, I encourage you on today to get one. You're going to need God. We are living in the end times. We are living in the last days. And so being that, um, you, you just have different people who try to uh, uh, come around and distort the word of God. You have different people that come around and try to uh, uh, give you false religions, false gods, and gods that ain't got no power. We have different uh, people um, claiming themselves to be God. And there is only one true and living God. And his name is Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus. His name is Jesus. Emmanuel, the great I am. Uh, and so uh, we see where he reveals himself throughout the span of time, throughout the history of time. Uh, Moses and a burning bush. Elijah, um, he, re he rained down fire. And so we see God and how he has just um, evolved throughout uh, eternity, throughout the span of time. And so if you will allow him um, into your life, he can reveal himself to you as a wonderful counselor, as a friend, as Emmanuel. Um, he can reveal himself to you as the prophet and he can reveal himself to you as whatever it is. And so we see in the book of Samuel uh, where God um, begins to um, really begins. We learned last weekend when he begins to um, tell Samuel of, uh, of this prophecy that he needs him to give to Eli. And then Eli, as God's prophet on the earth, is in, uh, uh, tell Eli, go has to go and tell Eli, um, I will say this hard word. It wasn't an easy word. It's what we kind of talked a little bit about. And I, and I do hope and pray that you will go and you will listen in and you will um, just go over whatever it is and receive whatever it is that the Lord has you. And as always, I encourage you that you go back and you read over the word of God for yourself and allow God to begin to further minister to your heart. Uh, uh, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Uh, uh, we have to meditate on his word both day and night. Uh, when you meditate, when you begin to think on the on the things that God has done, it says, think on whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are praiseworthy. What, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, whatsoever things are just, let me go back. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. We are to meditate on good things. We are to meditate on the things of God. And sometimes as we're going through life, sometimes we we uh, uh, uh we like to, we, we'll get in this whole negative mind frame of thinking, but I would encourage you by faith to begin to just focus your attention on God. And so the Victoriously Anointed podcast is, is hopefully um doing that mission and helping you to be able to focus 
focus your attention on the things of God. Because let me tell you something, we're living in dangerous times and, and, and we see just different shootings. We see different storms taking place up in our lives. We go through different valleys and different things like that. And let me tell you something, he's the God of the mountaintop and he's the God of the valley. And so whatever you find yourself going through in life, um, just know that we have a God working and moving and operating on our behalf to get us to whatever it is that we need to be in life. As long as you take God on your journey with you. What does taking God on your journey with you look like? Let's look in the book of Samuel and see how the people of Israel were able to take God on their journey with them because they were God's chosen people. They were the ones set apart uh, for a specific person. And we know that what was written before time was written for our learning. And so the word of God is here for us to learn and to abide by so that we don't become forget for hearers, uh, 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 beholding ourselves in a mirror and then walking away and forgetting what we look like. No, we need to be doers of the word. We need to be active participants and whatever it is that God wants to do in our lives and what he wants to establish in the earth within our generation. Um, and so I, I, I just hope and pray that as we go through the story of Samuel, we're going to get to this point where they begin to face their enemies known as the Philistines. Um, they begin to face their enemies and we we learn, we're going to go to the book of um, 1 Samuel chapter 4 is where you will be able to find me at and it says in the word of this of sam the word of samuel came to all israel now israel went out to battle against the philistines and encamped behind ebenezer and the philistines encamped in aphek then the philistines put themselves in battle array against israel and when they joined battle israel was defeated by the philistines who killed about four thousand men of the army in the field they killed Kill 4,000, 4,000, 4,000. I just want you to let that number sink in because that, that's a pretty good, good number. I mean, it may have been just small for Israel because they were, they were a huge number. Uh, they were, they were being multiplied. Um, but the thing about it was that was still a lot. And so this is what they said. And, and when the people had come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh to us, that when it comes among us, it may save us from the hand of our enemies. And so we find here where, where, uh, uh, um, the, the people come came to the elders of Israel and they did by coming to the elders of Israel because they were the elders. And so it says that, uh, let us bring, it says, why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? They asked the right question. They wanted the answer to the right question. But the thing about it was they didn't seek the one who had the answer. If you know anything about Israel's background, you know that it was God who went before them in the battle and he gave them the battle plan and what to do and how he was going to do it and how they should behave. We find that in the story of Joshua. When the walls of Jericho fell, they were told to march around that city a few days before they were actually uh, called to go in and take it over. And they had to all be on one accord and marching around. They had to all be on one accord when the time came for them to make the sound that they needed to make. And they had to all be on one accord with God. It doesn't matter if it makes sense to you. It's not supposed to make sense to you. It's a 
supposed to make sense to the God who gave you the instructions to do it. And so I would say they asked the right question, but they forgot to go to the one who had the answer. I would encourage you, whatever you are seeking for an answer in life, you have to go to the right one. And that right one is God. And he knows how to speak to you. He knows how to bring it up to you. He knows when you are ready to receive whatever the answer is that you may be looking for. Because sometimes we're looking for answers, but we're not really looking for an answer from God. And so the elders, they knew, they knew about um, the ark of, uh, of, of God. They knew that um, it was God's presence that dwelled on the ark and they knew that um they um, took it into battle and the and the lord won um battles for them with the ark and so they knew this and so they decided that hey um go get this ark go get the ark because uh, uh this is what it says let's bring the ark of the covenant of the lord from shiloh to us that when it comes among us it may save us from the hand of our enemies. Uh, uh, it was an object. They said that it may save us, not that God may save us. You have to remember that no matter who or what God works through, it is still him that gets the glory, the praise, and the honor. It wasn't in the object that was the created. That was just a symbol of God's presence. That was just a symbol of his victory. It wasn't it that saved them. It was him that saved them. And so uh, I, when you begin to go through different things in life and God begins to bless you with different people, and different things and different things like that. You cannot forget the creator who blessed you to be able to have whoever or whatever it is that you have within your life. Um, and so they decided, and we're going to keep on going. And so they decided to go get the ark. And so the people um, sent to Shiloh that they might bring from there the ark of the covenant of the Lord. So they went and got this ark uh, 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 where the ark was. And it, may, it lets us know that Hophini and Phinehas were there with the ark of the covenant of God. It, the word of God lets us know that. And so the Philistines are hearing this rejoicing sound that Israel is making about this ark. Oh, they, they're rejoicing. And the Philistines, they begin to um, be, be begin to uh, remember the fact that this was the same God that brought them up out of Egypt from underneath the plagues. Uh, uh, but that didn't deter the Philistines from still going into battle with them. And so the Philistines, they were afraid. They were afraid, but they yet and still had the courage to face God's people. They yet and still went out after God's people, they yet and still decided, let's still go into battle with them. I imagine that since they had already killed 4,000, uh, uh, um, I'm pretty sure they probably thought, we got a chance. We got a chance. And they had more of a chance than they knew it because God's people were off. When you are off and you are in God's kingdom, let me tell you something right now. We see in the story where where the Philistines, um, even they went into battle and 30,000 were slaughtered. 30,000 were slaughtered. They have been serving false gods. They have been doing idolatry. God does not, God does not want us serving other gods. There is none beside him. There is none before him. He is who was, who is, and who is to come. There is only one God, and he is the one that is worthy of all due honor, all due glory, all due praise. When you see blessings come up in your life, you better remember the one who gave you the blessing in the first place. And so they were, they were off. And so you can tell they were off in just the fact they said it would save us. They be, I'm pretty sure they probably began to treat the ark like as if it was a false god. And, and what I mean by that 
is when you're serving false gods, you forget how to really honor the true and living God because there is a certain way to carry his presence. There is a certain way to honor him. There's a certain way that he is to be reverenced. You got to come re with respect. You got to come. He tells us to come boldly before the throne and in and, and coming boldly before, before the throne, there is a heart of sincerity and love for God. And there is a, has to be a, a, a desire on the inside inside uh, uh, of you for God. And so there is a word, a certain way to posture yourself before God in a way that's in humility and recognizing and acknowledging who he is and that without him, we are nothing. We are a feeble, weak folk without God. It is he who strengthens us. It is he who gives us the ability to be able to do. So as we go through life and we journey through life, we have to remember this one called God, the great I am, the I am that I am. And so we see here where not only were 30,000 slaughtered, but also the ark of God was captured. They left the ark of God without a safe covering. And, and if you know anything about the ark of God, you, you, you knew that it was something that just anybody couldn't touch. And so really and truly when the Philistines decided to put their hands to take the ark of God, they really should have fell dead. But God allowed them to be able to capture the ark and take it to where they were. See, this is how God moves and how he operates in the background and how he just allows things to happen. And then he says, okay, now that y'all did what y'all gonna do and look what happened. Now let me show you what I'm finna do. This is why we have to trust in the plans of the Lord. We have to trust that he has the answers. We have to trust that he's gonna provide us with a way in order to be able to overcome whatever it is we need to overcome in our lives. And so uh, we find here, we find here where the ark is captured. And I believe what this tells me is God is, is no, if you find yourself in bondage. God is willing to step into that situation with you and still bring you the victory. Because when the when the uh, Philistines um, took it into their camp, um, they, they they took it into the room with their false god known as Dagon. And, and so when they took it in there, they woke up and they found that he was falling on the floor face down. Uh, and they decided that they were going to pick it up and put it right back in this place. And when they woke up the next morning, there was his head falling into pieces and his, and his palms and hands were broken off is what the word tells us. And the only thing that remained was his torso. You do not bring the presence of, a, of God into a, a defiled place because that was a place where they worship false gods. No, this is a true and living God's presence. There is a certain way to it. There is a certain way to honor God. And so uh, uh, we find here, I believe that uh, all gods must bow before me because I am the one and true and living God. There is none beside me. There is none beside me. And so he could not stand in the presence of the true and living God. He had to bow. And you would have thought they would have got it the first time that the thing knocked over. I mean, what could have made it fall over? Uh, and I'm pretty sure when they came in the second time, they realized the ark is here. The, sometimes we don't get it the first time. And so, so God has to do something the second time to make it known 
to make it known. And when I would have seen that, I and when I would have seen that, the fact that that was there, that should have been a sign to them. We need to get, get, we need to get this out. It says that they had that thing there for seven months, seven months. And do you not know that they were struck with uh, with tumors and and people died uh, 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 in the Philistine camp. The Lord was fighting. Israel didn't lift a finger, and the Lord was fighting on their behalf, even though they had, even though they were it rejected Him then, even though they were rejecting Him by serving false gods they were rejecting him and so we find where the philistines are trying to we got to get rid of this thing we have to get rid of this thing but before they do that they, they try to bring it to the city called this Elrod, i believe is what it was called ekron ekron and so uh they just they, they decided to bring it to that city because they were trying to get rid trying to figure out where to put this thing where to place it and so when they brought it to ekron ekron cried that they it says the word tells us that uh, it says, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. They they didn't serve the God that that the Israel Israelites served, but the thing about it was that their cry went up to heaven. And so the uh, the Philistines they they sought out their diviners and, and their priests and uh, began to inquire of them, what do we do with this ark? Because we need to get rid of it. And they instruct them on what to do with it. Don't bring it. Don't take it back the same way you. You came, but um, bless the Lord is what pretty much what he was telling what to what they were telling them. Bless him with more, bless him with more. So they began to create different things and place it within the ark, different things of gold and different things, and place it within the ark. And we see where um, two, uh, a couple of them decided to open up the ark and look inside, and they died. Hey, you are you didn't took something that wasn't yours, but now you have the audacity to open something that wasn't uh, that wasn't appointed for you to be able to open. And so they get this thing back to the camp of the Israelites and but it doesn't come into the position that it was it and someone has to be consecrated uh, for it to be able uh, for the uh, ark to abide and it says they were without it for 20 years 20 years it was in the temple they were without it for 20 years and so we have to be careful when we decide that we're going to answer uh, the, the problems that only God can answer for us we have to be careful in deciding to answer the thing that only God can answer for us. And so Samuel begins to judge the people. He tells them, uh, put away your false gods. Put away your false gods. I'm going to go to that scripture and read it. And if you want to go in your spare time and read about this story, you can begin at 1 Samuel chapter 4 um, is where it begins. And it tells us that... Uh, and Samuel judged all Israel. Uh, that's not the exact place where I'm trying to read. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see where in chapter seven what what uh uh Samuel tells them. Then Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel. I'm reading chapter seven, verse three. If you return to the Lord, you gotta return. That that that's your choice to return. You you gotta go come back. Come back to the one who holds your future in his hands. Come back to the true and living God. Come back to the God who struck the Egyptians with the plagues. Come back to the God that delivered you from their hands. Come back, come back, return, return, return to the Lord. And don't just return to him, return to him with your whole heart. God don't want a half heart. He want a whole heart. He want all of you. Return to him with all of you. God, we return to you with all of us, with all of our heart. Then put away your foreign gods and the asterisks from among you and prepare your hearts for the Lord. Prepare your hearts for the Lord and serve him only. You need to serve him only. You need to dedicate and commit yourself to serving the Lord only. He will not have another God. God beside him. He will not. 
You can't serve two gods. You have to choose. You have to choose who you're going to serve. If you're going to serve the true and living God, serve the true and living God. If you're going to serve another, serve another. God ain't going to force you to serve him, but he will He will allow you to know what you're bringing up on yourself. He will give you warning. He will tell you what he will do with you if you do return and if you do serve him only. He will tell you what what, what is what is attached to him, the blessings that are attached to him. So it tells us, and he will de deliver it. He will deliver you from the hands. Deliverance. Deliverance. He says, return to me. You want to get some deliverance? You got to return to God. You want to get some healing? You got to go to the one and only true God. You want to get some real, real change in your life? You got to go to the one who can renew your mind. You got to go to the one who can renew your heart. You got to go to the one who can create in you a clean heart and renew the right spirit within you. You got to go to the true and living God. You got to go and talk to him about that. So Samuel tells them, and you know what they did? They responded. They responded to what Samuel said. They re they responded. So we find um, that that uh uh. So the children of Israel put away the in chapter in chapter seven verse four. So the children of Israel put away the bells and the asterisks and served the Lord only. They responded. Uh, uh, when you begin to respond, that shows faith. And so they had faith that if we do these things, that the Lord will deliver us. Sometimes you gotta act on the word first in order to receive the blessing. Sometimes we don't receive the blessing because we don't act on the word that God tells us. Do these things, and this is what will happen. Sometimes. We're waiting for this to happen when God is telling you, do this, and this is what will cause that. You've got to respond to the word of faith. And the word of faith was put away your foreign gods and serve me only with your whole heart. And that's what they had to do in order to receive the deliverance. And if you keep on reading, we see where they received their deliverance because the Philistines hear about them gathering together. And the fact is that Israel is still scared. They're still scared because they had slaughtered 30,000. And so the Philistines are gathering together to come up against the people of God but the people of God are back in good standing with the Lord of Lords and so uh, with the Lord of Lords and so we find here that the Lord of hosts he thunders down on the Philistines and it scares them so that they begin to it confuses them and they begin to flee and Israel begins to go after them and so he provided the deliverance that he said that he would provide if they would just return to him return to God don't just sit there and do nothing return to him. Pray. Seek his face. What is it that the Lord is calling you to do today? I'm really on one on this podcast today because this is a good one. We have to return with our whole hearts to the true and living God for us to be able to receive from him the things that we need. I know sometimes your, your flesh want to rise up and get in the way. I know sometimes, sometimes you got to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself. God wants you to be able to humble yourself before him and recognize it is he that is able to do the delivering. It is he that is able to do the healing. You have to acknowledge the Lord. You have to acknowledge him in all your ways. Acknowledge the Lord. Acknowledge him is what the word tells us. And so we find here that the children of Israel have been delivered. Is not it amazing when God has been operating behind the scenes on your behalf? You would have thought that the Philistines, after having the 
ark would have been scared to go up against the children of Israel because of what they had just encountered by having the ark. But they weren't. They were ready to fight. And the Lord, the Lord went before them this time. This time, Samuel, they, they did right this time. They asked Samuel to, to really cover them in prayer. And so Samuel made burnt offers and sacrifices and prayed for the people. And God gave him an answer. And he thundered on them. God knows how to deliver you out of whatever it is that you may be faith or going through in life. This is why I tell you, take God on your journey with you uh, because he knows how to fight for you. He knows how to defend you. He knows how to recover you. He knows how to deliver you. He knows how to send the right word at the right time so that you can get in right standing in order to receive whatever blessing it is that he has for you. But you have to trust him. You have to trust him and trust that what he says is true. And then when you trust that what he says is true, move in faith. We are faith walkers. We walk by faith and not by sight. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the Victoriously Anointed podcast and the word that you have allowed um, to be spoken on today, Father God. I pray that it has fallen on uh, uh, receiving ears, Father God, that they will receive this word into their hearts. And if there are any hearts that need to return to you, that those hearts will begin to return to you, Lord God, and that you will begin to manifest how you've been moving in the background, how you've been helping us, Lord God, even while we're unaware. Thank you for the manifestation of your spirit, the manifestation of your glory. Thank you for sharing your beauty and your light and your love with us. You are the great father and there is none like you, God, in all the earth. We appreciate you. We love you, Lord God, and we honor you on today. We honor you with our whole hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. I pray that you would go forward and be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I pray it was a blessing to you. If you're interested in being on the show or advertising with the Victoriously Anointed podcast, please contact me on my social media pages at Lynn Stacy Studios on Facebook or Instagram. You can also reach me, Studios at gmail.com. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. And remember, we were predestined in Christ Jesus for good work.